So this is a part two to a message called False Messiahs and Prophets. So if you haven't listened to part one yet, then I suggest that you listen to that one first and then come to this because we just wanted to add on top of that message a few other false messiahs and prophets, not because you really need to know them, but really just to give you a bigger understanding, a better understanding into the deception and how the whole system of anti-Mashiach works. Remember that Yeshua said many false messiahs and prophets will arise, not just one or two. Now, sure, we talked about the United Nations, we talked about science, about Darwin, evolution, we even talked about Muhammad. But there are so many more, especially in the religious world, that have deceived so many people that we just thought, well, why not include them in the message to really help you understand and open your eyes to see what Yeshua was actually talking about? Because we live in a time which is already the time of the anti-Mashiach. Many people are waiting for someone to come, but he is already here. And that's the thing that you're missing out on. You don't need to wait. <laughs> it's already happened. And we'll give you an example. Now, we talked about Muhammad. What did he do? He was a Christian, originally, that tried to combine Judaism with Christianity against the world's polytheism. Yet, when he came to Medina and the Jews rejected him and categorized him as a false prophet, he turned against Jews and wanted to kill all of them. And the same thing with Christianity after they rejected him. Hence, the new religion of Islam, which is a very similar story actually to Mormonism with Joseph Smith. And I'm sure Stephen has some things to say about that. Well, yes. Uh, I investigated the Mormon church for over two years, read all their books, went to their sacraments, met with their bishops, their ward leaders, their missionaries, and questioned them and discovered there's not much difference. Joseph Smith became disenchanted with the Methodist Church and other Christian Protestant movements and decided that he was going to have visions of his own. And when I say decided, you know, the word music comes from the word muse, meaning spirit being. Things in the spiritual world influence things in the material world. And rather you are playing with a Ouija board or tarot cards or psychics or psychotherapists or hypnotists or gurus, or shamans, witch doctors, or voodoo, Kabbalah mysticism, Hindu, Buddhism, choose your poison, occultism, Satanism, you are delving and diving into the spirit realm, and the spiritual realm that is often illegally accessed through psychedelics and the inducements of drugs and alcohol, things that open up that pineal gland of your brain and exposes you to a world that you are not properly, properly suited to enter into or to comprehend. So it's basically getting ahead 
by fiat, by cheating, by counterfeit, by a mass, by skipping steps because you don't want to go through the process. And many of you have been opened up that way. Muhammad was opened up that way and then accused the Jews of bewitching him. Hitler was opened up that way and accused the Jews as well. Joseph Smith was opened up that way and went on to open up himself to a realm of demons and spirit guides, as you wonderful New Age people like to refer to spirit guides, where there's all kinds of spirits, all kinds of gods. There's only one Holy Spirit and only one Hashem Adonai Elohim. But you open up yourself to the contrarian spirit, the adversary, the serpent, to be beguiled, defiled, and lied to. And in your rebellion, Papa allows it for you to suffer the consequences of opening yourselves to the dark forces. God is light. Adonai is light. And Joseph Smith and the Mormon church and the Muslims all are waiting for celestial virgins all decided to come up with their own book. It's a book of Mormon, but the Muslim is the Quran. All have a portion of Jesus in, mentioned in it to some degree, but it's Jesus downgraded. It's not Jesus upgraded, Yeshua 10.0. It's Yeshua negative 5.0. Well, he's not really God. He's not really God the Mormons teach. And Satan is his brother, by the way. And in the Quran, well, he's not really God. In other words, connected to the Father, directly from the Father. No, he's not the begotten of the Father. He's just a prophet. And by the way, Mormons and Muslims they all have Jesus in their book. But isn't it interesting? As great as Yeshua, excuse me, was, and you can't find one greater than Yeshua. Name a prophet greater than Yeshua. There isn't one. And yet, as great as Yeshua was, somehow another Muhammad is greater. There's more talk about what Muhammad says and wrote than Yeshua. And I don't believe Yeshua was ever bewitched by someone. Joseph Smith. The Mormons talk more about Joseph Smith than Brigham Young because they bought them young than they do Yeshua, the Messiah. And then what do they have in common? They replace the holy people and the holy land. They both come up with the counterfeit holy people. Now they are the chosen, Islam. Now they are the chosen, the Mormons. Now Salt Lake City and Zion and Utah is New Jerusalem. Now, Mecca, Medina is the holy one, the holy place. And then they all have decided because they are false messiahs. And under them, they are the two biggest false messiahs, meaning false ways to Abba Adonai, false deliverer, false savior. And all of the various false saviors, oh, there are many, many, Many me's, many saviors, M I N I. There are many, many saviors. 
and you have them in various cultic groups like Jehovah Witnesses, all kinds of cultic groups that exist. Some of them are Pentecostal, some of them are apostolic, some of them are charismatic, some of them are new age. There are various branches. Everyone's trying to devise their own liturgy to take the place of the Messiah. And they don't teach the Messiah. They teach their bishops, their priests, their apostles. And so the false messiahs in the religious sense are bountiful, not just in the Catholic Church. And they're not just religious. After all, the modern generation has discovered that Generation X, which is going to be the largest generation, I think 88 million, when they come of age, they are called nuns, N-O-N-E, nuns. They are so disenchanted with the world, with leaders, with politicians, with ideology, with religion. They have no belief. They are neither agnostic nor atheist. They are nuns. Nothing. Nothing. They're not Satanists. They're not cultists. Nothing. They don't have an identity. They have no identity. The false Messiah of none. And see, Yeshua comes from the Father to reveal to us the Father and lead us to the Father. The false messiahs do not come from the Father to not reveal to us the Father and to lead us away from the Father. Yeah, and it really does not matter which one because Yeshua said there is only one way everything else is death. And you can see the same thing in Judaism today. You say, well, surely Judaism is the way Yeshua was Jewish, but not what you see as Judaism today, which is rabbinical Judaism. And I'll give you just a few examples. One would be the organization called Chabad, if you ever heard of it. Some say that Chabad is the closest religion to Judaism, because it is not what the Jews used to practice. It is not based on the Torah, but rather on the Talmud, a compilation of rabbinical teachings, what they call the geniuses, people who were highly educated in all kinds of things and theologies and you name it, and came up with their own interpretation, their own commentary, their own ways of dominating the people and becoming God over the people. Instead of following the word of yod hei vav hei, the people now follow the word of the Rebbe. This is how they call him. Or another guy, very famous, called Rabbi Nachman from Uman. You probably seen his followers always wear a large white kippah, they dance around, they have his initials written on their foreheads and their kippah, and they're crazy. Because this guy came, he acknowledged he is not the Mashiach, yet he said he is until the real Mashiach comes, and all of his followers are crazy. They all do a pilgrimage to Uman in Ukraine, where he died, even though Adonai told you to only go to Yerushalayim. And they all follow the Zohar, the Kabbalah, the Talmud, the Gemara, 
the Mishnah, the Tanya, every mystic book, every rabbinic teaching, every general idea that this guy taught, everything except the word of God. And they're so sneaky, those rabbis. They're so clever. You know, I, I spoke to so many of them. If you listen to our podcast, I had a message, a encounter with a Nachmanite, one of his followers. They're so indoctrinated with these ideas that the mysticism behind it, right? That they completely ignore the word of God that says very clearly, do not add, do not subtract, do not lean to the right or the left. And to your point, you see, just what you said, just that example alone speaks volumes to me in that, you see, God apparently is not enough. God is so not enough that you have to have Mother Guadalupe the queen of heaven, deified saints, statues of St. Francis of Assisi, great pastors that Paul talked about in 1 Corinthians 1, 2, 3, and 4, bragging about who baptized you, where you go to church, who your pastor is, your popes, your priests. Apparently, God is so inefficient that and insufficient, that it requires something to replace God, which in its smallest reduced common denominator is idol worship, which is something that you put instead of Father. And now so many of us, we have replaced God with either a Christian author or a Christian public speaker or a financial advisor or a pyramid scheme or a tech executive, athlete or actor, politician, we have replaced God. We have so many idols. I am convinced particularly in our country, the U.S., that there is no one God that any here serve. We serve all kinds of gods in the U.S. Various gods of business, gods of finance, gods of culinary food and art, gods of fun, and sport, oh, sport, gods of pleasure and experiences, gods of animates, gods of nature, anything, everything, but the one thing, the one and the only, Adonai Hashem. We are in a time of multiple multiple idols, messiahs, and gods. To that point, I do want to add another false messiah that you might not be able to understand just now, but another false messiah 
is the European Jesus. Yeshua was not European, you know. He was a Jew, meaning a Judean, from the tribe of Judah, a descendant of King David. He was born in Bethlehem, which is in Israel, in case you did not know that. He was not a descendant of King James. You call it the King James Bible. There is no King James Bible. King James did not write the Bible, nor was he in it. King David was, <laughs> and Yeshua was his descendant. Yeshua came to fulfill the Hebrew Torah, all the prophecies for the Jewish Messiah, the Messiah, to deliver first the Jews. Some have been fulfilled already, and some will be fulfilled when he comes back, because he was rejected. He was an Israeli, through in and throughout. He kept the Shabbat, the Sabbath day, right, the Ten Commandments, on the very first chapter, the second chapter of Bereshit, the seventh day, that God, Adonai, the Lord, ordained, right? He told them to, ob to observe the seventh day, the Shabbat, not the first. And that is the day Yeshua observed. He did not observe the first day. Yet all of you Christians who allegedly follow Jesus observe the first day of the week. You observe pagan holidays, not holy days, holidays such as Christmas and Ishtar. And you do not observe the days that the Lord himself said, those are my holy days in Leviticus 23. All the holy days, you call it you call them Jewish holy days, and yet that's what Yeshua observed, because they are of the Lord. So, as a matter of fact, the Jesus you serve is an Antichrist. And as a matter of fact, any religious institution, any religious system, all religions are by their very definition anti-Messiah, because the Creator never gave you religion, and neither did the Mashiach, the Anointed One, Yeshua. He came to deliver you and reconcile the children back to the Father, not to give you religion. So all systems of men, by their very essence, are false messiahs and prophets. And sadly enough, most of the teaching comes from despot kings, particularly doing the famously known Spanish Inquisition, the persecution of Jews and Christians, Carthians and others that did not, Waldinians that did not want to march, they were tortured. They were tortured brutally by priests, inquisitors, all in the name of power, while using the name of God, claiming they had the authority to kill and to pillage and to plunder. Our direct country, the United States, is a descendant of all of that. 
and you can see its tentacles in every fiber of our construction, our architecture, our schooling system, our religious liturgy, our seminaries, our churches. So you see, there is so much deception. The system of the false messiah is well entrenched and well in place. Hamas is not the only one indoctrinating their children to kill, to steal, destroy, and to characterize God's chosen people as something other than God's chosen people. All systems do it one way or the other. Hamas is not the only one killing babies. Nobody kills babies more than the United States of America. And justify it and call it abortion. The false messiah system is well entrenched. We will encourage all of you as you hear these things, research them for yourselves. As the people said in Acts 17, we heard the message. Now we're going to go home and research and see if everything is as you said it is. Well, when you're speaking the truth, it doesn't matter that someone believes you. The truth doesn't exist whether I believe it or not. It is the truth, whether I know it, say it, believe it, or see it. But if you're seeking, you will find. And if you want to know the truth, everything that we've shared with you today, do your homework. You'll see it for yourself.